0: I'm trying to, if you can understand what I'm trying to do, little bro, I'm trying to give you that vibe, you understand?
1: Perfection comes with time, man. So
0: special.
1: And special, this shit like.
2: Yo, yo, welcome back to another episode of My Brothers and Me. I have my brother from another mother, Mr. Jawan. yo. And then I have my brother from another mother, Mr. Justin.
1: What's oh, happening? Yeah, mm-hmm. the
2: other ones couldn't be here today, so moving along, we want to go ahead and uh, bring our brother Justin in, kind of see what he been up to, man. How you been, Justin?
1: Well, as you can hear, my daughter coughing. Uh, brother then got married, had a little baby, mm. you know, um, got a decent little job now at Nightcore but other than that, man, life's great. Life's great.
2: That's good, man. And don't even worry about it, man. And I guess our, our fans are used to hearing a baby cry every now and again. We all this is a family <laughs> podcast. We got kids always running around. Can't wait. Can't run away from being a dad, man. Can't run away from fatherhood. But yeah, man. So uh, how you feel uh, having a daughter now?
1: Uh and you started all the way over. All the way over. My son, thirteen, with a new daughter now. Um, the things he used to get away with, she you know the thing he used to get in trouble for she get away with no lie. Damn, um,
0: Justin, you went from thirteen to thirteen months.
1: Day, man, damn, ten months. <laughs> ten. <laughs> Even worse, Ooh. you know. But you know she'd do stuff knowing that she's not supposed to. She hit you with that you know little sad look, and you can't do you can't get mad at it.
2: Oh, uh, so you can't get mad at it. So you went from a tough dad to a sucker dad.
1: Uh, yeah, man. She she bring out the emotions, man.
2: Yeah, I already you know. know, man. I got a uh, couple of nieces, man, and I see how they be uh doing their dads. Nah, 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 you ain't even have to do all that, man. You you, you, you ain't yeah. hey, nah, man. You, hey, you don't it. have
1: to yell at her. You don't have to and it, it works. It works.
2: Yeah, man. So before uh, we started the podcast, me and Jawan was talking about J. Cole's new album, man. I feel like it's fire, man.
1: Yeah, man. that album on point.
2: <laughs> and the biggest song that was on there, uh, to me, I ain't going to say it was the biggest one, but one of the biggest songs on there is uh, Let Go My Hand by J. Cole. And uh, everybody's talking about it because he went not and confirmed that him and uh, P. Diddy got to a fight. So if everybody don't know the backstory of that is, uh, what ended up happening was K-Dot ended up making that control that control verse, right? So he went out there, and he went and dissed everybody, and then he called himself the king of New York, even though he's from Cali. Mm. So people felt the kind of way, because you know how they, hey, man, you ain't the king of nothing. And for years, Diddy was saying that he run the city. So the VMA comes the next week, and all of a sudden, here it is. K-Dot is with J. Cole, and Diddy is drunk off rock, and he comes up to K- K-Dot and started talking all that. And he went to go ahead and pour some Ciroc on K dot head to to show like yo you don't run nothing. Uh So J Cole steps in, and I guess the altercation happened. Now, I guess this was so top secret. Diddy got everybody to delete the fight off their phone, so you don't know who won. They just say hey yeah it happened. Well,
0: if Diddy got everybody to delete off their phone, then you know who lost.
1: I mean, Diddy got his ass (laughs)
0: whooped, and I mean he got. That paper.
2: All right, remember back in the day where uh, you can hate me now by Nas and D- Diddy. Yeah. Remember when uh, Diddy went in there and, uh, and, and stomped dude out. He had that lawsuit. He stomped out uh, Nas's manager.
0: Only a nigga who got paper can make some shit just disappear.
2: Yeah, but that don't mean you lost though. Yeah, it do. Young Buck. Did well, he lose? Did okay, he you lose? right. You right. You right.
0: It don't mean you lost. It just it mean, just mean you just got paper, nigga, and you could just make shit disappear. Yeah, in
2: 2016, he did an uh, interview with the Breakfast Club, and he went on there, and he said when he, when he had that altercation, he realized that it wasn't just him. It was a we. So you could always lose what we have by doing something dumb. Exactly. So he probably told everybody to shut up because he probably did something suspect. You know what I mean? Maybe grabbed his balls or something like that. Nah, did he get down? <laughs> Dude, <what? laughs> Come on, man, we talking about Diddy, man. Take that, take that. That's who we talking about. We ain't talking about Suge Knight, somebody knocking him out. Yeah, show the world what I did.
0: That's why I, that's why I think he lost that fight though, to you, be honest.
2: I he might have got a little fruity grab I feel like it was one of them moments <laughs> yeah. where it was like, Hey man, you you grabbing on him, Jake Hole screaming, Ah, oh, let go of my bulls. And Diddy like, No, Mr. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the this is the this is the this is what Cat Williams was talking about them secret parties that everybody be having. Yeah, J. Cole got initiated where, that where night. they
0: got cocaine on yeah. the platter and shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: what you doing in there, Professor Ogilvy? That's when, <laughs> but it was Diddy. But uh, yeah, man, I feel like uh that song went hard because in the song "Lego My Hand," he talks about uh putting up a facade. You know what I mean? He was like, I don't want people to think I'm soft, but I do want people to think I'm tough enough not to mess with. Mm. Right? So he says, I want, you, I want to be tough enough. But every now and then, a man comes up and tries to pull his card. So he's forced to fight. You ever felt like you Did, was in a situation like that? Do you think it's
0: because he's mixed?
2: No, I feel like as all men, we got to go ahead and put on a facade, even if we, we at peace. Um, Dave Chappelle ended up saying this on his uh, Mark Twain speech. He said... Oh, like,
0: bro, but just think uh, about it. All right, so you a, you a brown-skinned man.
2: Dave Chappelle D- dark, though. You he said said is, man too. Because he a light, no, yeah,
0: he's a light-skinned light and he's mixed. He's His mom is white, bro. How do you... Like, do you think that's the reason why he feel that way? No. We have
1: uh, people in high school like that. I feel gotta like be, we all got to go I think through. they get so tried
0: tough. more than you, gotta than, be more tough than, you yeah, a darker-skinned person, bro.
1: You're right. You feel niggas. Dark-skinned niggas feel niggas. Light-skinned niggas house niggas.
0: <laughs> Especially a a, a a mixed kid with dreads, bro, that don't even lock.
2: Okay, put it to you like this. If Carlton walked in, would you try him? Nah, bro, I
0: don't try people just based on of how they look. I try people if they come at me.
2: Okay, but we got past that stage in life. When you younger, everybody come at you, you going through testosterone, you feeling yourself. You see somebody like, "Nah, bruh. You want to know if you a diddy or a K-Dot. you know what I'm saying?
0: Right. You going to try up, you going to try a, a two-tone nigga before you try
2: You right, dope, man. Bro. You know what I'm saying? You right. You right. I guess that's that's all that built up aggression. Yeah. You got that good hair. You know how light-skinned niggas got the good hair. Some dudes be just like, man, he got that good hair, man. He got her acting like a little pretty boy. Slap the shit out of him.
0: Yeah, but Cole is different, though.
2: Yeah, I mean, he got the nigga hair, but J. Cole, I don't know. If you was to hear him over the radio, you would know he was light-skinned. He still sound light-skinned. He not drake light skinned but he light-skinned. But it's a different light skin, bro. You got to he more hardcore than Drake, though. That's what I'm saying. J-, J. Cole is light skin,
0: but he not a Drake light skin. Yeah, but niggas accept Drake more than they accept Cole at this point,
2: to be honest. <sighs> because Drake does light skin stuff. Sing he sings. He all about getting girls. I mean, that's like accepting Prince. Prince was suspect for years, but he got more girls than a lot of people. I mean,
0: shit, that sound like me then.
2: Why you say that? I
0: like getting girls.
2: Shit, what the fuck? I mean, but you ain't light skin. Light skin. You like a J Cole. You light skin, but you ain't. You like a medium rare. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: you feel what I'm saying? You're like a medium rare. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, B, man. I ain't coming at you. I'm just saying, man. I'm hitting with that one tomorrow. Huh? I'm hitting him with that one tomorrow. You
1: medium rare, man. <laughs> rare, Damn. I'm I'm medium
2: rare. I'm well done, G. You know this. <laughs> I'm well done. I know where I'm at and on the meat platter. You well done, my brother. Bro. I'm,
0: sh- shit. I'm fucking overcooked then.
2: No, you're not.
0: You talking about complexion? I'm talking about like everyday life, nigga.
2: That's what I'm saying. Everybody, look if you get well done, you went Bro, too far.
0: If we if we can't like if we want if we really talked about our life, you are medium, and I'm well done.
2: Are are you talking about the toughness? Yeah. All right, toughness. Yeah, you're well done. I'm medium rare. But you talking about complexion? Complexion. You are more, okay, what I would, how I would describe how you are, you're more aggressive than I am.
0: But I have to be.
2: Why? Because, because, you rare?
0: because of my complexion.
2: You're right. You're right. So you are, your complexion made you a lot more aggressive than it did me. me. Height, complexion, all of that, bro. Your height made you, I don't, bro, I wouldn't. Man, he little. Let me get him.
0: Yep. I ain't,
2: I ain't never thought like that. I he, always, a little,
0: he a little soft hair, light-skinned nigga. Let me get on his ass. Yeah? Yeah. I didn't heard him say shit like that
2: before. For real? I ain't never been around. I would be like, hey, man. All right. Let me get the little dude. You get that big dude. Little dude, get the big dude. Nah, man. Nah. All right, man. We're going to switch off here. If you knock him out, you help me with this big nigga. That's the strategic that's how you're supposed to plan that out. You ain't supposed to be like, yo, B, I'm going to get the little dude and you you work on Big Buddy.
0: Bro, I've been tried. I've been tried so much, bro. So if, okay, so just looking at it, if, if you saw me and Justin walking in Walmart, mm-hmm. not even you, just say a white dude saw me and Justin walking in the Walmart and – Justin smacked this girl ass. Who you think they gonna come at first? Me or Justin? They gonna come at even though Justin smacked that ass, they gonna come at me first. Because I'm with him. For real?
2: I come at Justin. Like, man, hold on, bruh. Man, Justin ass like twice the size of me, nigga. But that means he could be slower. (laughs) I'm I'm just saying.
1: (laughs) Because They think the light skinned, the pretty boy, and don't like confrontation, so they get tried more.
2: But you was the one that went ahead and did it, but still, wow. I never knew that y'all know. went through this struggle, B. I never, I never knew
1: because they know that they, they figure light skinned people don't like confrontation.
2: See, I be joking all my life, B. I never looked over and said, Yo, who got most problems.
0: Everybody be making memes and joking about that light skin, black, dark skin shit, but. But you don't do light skin? You don't do light. Yeah, I don't do light skin shit, but at the same time, they're gonna try me before they try y'all, bro.
2: Trust me. Facts. Dang. Facts. Jesse, do you feel like you got tried throughout your entire life? Yes. Yes. Why?
1: Um, Honestly, because my mouth, my attitude, my temper.
2: You got a temper? Uh, Yeah.
1: I ain't never known you to be Mr. Tough Guy. I've anger management six times.
2: Sorry to hear that. Yeah, I got a
1: horrible temper. Yeah. just yeah. the lifestyle.
2: Okay, see, look. This is the thing, though. Y'all know me, man. Y'all know I, I joke 95% of the time, right? But that other 5% of the time where I ended up, you know what I'm saying, showing aggression is because you took me way out of my character. You know what I mean? And then that's where I would be like, all right, I, I done blanked out. I don't know what I'm doing. I know I got to hurt you. But I don't know how bad I hurt you until like, hey, man, you know what you just did? Right. You know, I've never I don't know. I've never had an encounter where I felt like y'all was, you know, what I mean, a threat to me where I had to go ahead and act like that. You get what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. I just feel like I'm always in a position to defend myself. I never get to the point where I be like, like, I see somebody do something to the point where I'm just like, nah, I got to take this nigga out. I just always feel like I got to defend myself. Like yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the littlest thing my you pers- check. Yeah, yeah, that's my personality. I just be like, I, I be so cool and chilling and minding my business that I just, be like, I see some shit and I just be like, look at this, look at these dumb ass motherfuckers over here doing some goofy shit. But I never feel like I got to go Captain Save a hoe. But when a motherfucker come at me, that's when my switch gets flipped. And then I just be like, you know what? Now I got to defend myself because I was over here minding my business, me and my family, and you came You came to me with that shit. Yeah.
2: I see it, man. But me personally, I ain't never had it. The only time I experience stuff when people see that I'm joking, like I said last week, you'll see I'm joking, and then you'll never know that I have a serious side. Then when my serious side come, I got to show you that I'm over you know what I mean? I gotta go.
0: Yeah, you gotta go overboard with your shit. And then they be
2: like, "Damn, this dude, he crazy, wild as fuck." And then when I come around joking, you looking at me like this nigga's
0: nuts.
2: Yeah. But you know, I guess, man, I'm just glad God made me well I, done.
0: Like Larry told you last week, how I get out? I just, I'll be chilling, bro. You right? I just be trying to have a good time. Then motherfucker. A, a spoil the whole day for me, and then I'll just
2: be like, "Nah, I gotta act a goddamn fool, bro." Yeah, man. I knew you were serious as an adult when you hit me with that line, like, "Dude, I like ranch style houses. That way, if you break into my house, we on the same level. Come all, get this action, yeah. yeah.
0: Come get this <laughs> shit. Nigga. We all on the same. Lo- we we on the same level. When you when you break in my crib, <laughs> that shotgun. We all on the same floor. If you break in my crib... And bro, it's a farm behind my house. you
1: break in my crib, it. you getting fed to the hogs instantly. <laughs>
2: where nothing. you stay at, man? You out here where some frog, some pigs?
1: Yeah, bro. It's a farm that was right behind my crib by uh, Preston Heights. Not Preston, I'm sorry. Parkwood.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, some
1: little ranches over there. it's hogs and all that over there. You know Go why? Go ahead and break in. You would not be found.
2: See, y'all, y'all be really thinking about this stuff. I'm I mean, really
1: honest. I really do. Honestly, I'd be praying,
2: like, please, someone break in here. Please, someone
0: break in here. I don't don't want nobody to break in my house because I like my hearing. And I know if I got to pull that shotgun from up under my bed, I'm going to be deaf for a minute, and they're going to be dead.
2: Mm. I I pray that God gives me a peaceful life where I don't have to do anything to anybody. But if it ever happens, I'm willing ready i'm willing and i'm ready man like i be buying guns with y'all and i'll be out here shooting and stuff and i'll be like man i pray i never have to use it but if i do i pray for the fool that I, walked I, up I, on me
0: i pray the same way because but like i said though i don't want nobody walking in my house but like i said I, that's why i want to ranch style house because i don't want to be running down those stairs like when somebody breaking my house i want to be coming down stairs and shit nigga you done broke in my house. We on the
2: same level, nigga. Let's meet each other. You ever seen Superfly? Yes. Remember when they were stuck upstairs and he threw that um, that alcohol down there and set them on fire?
0: But we ain't going to be stuck upstairs. We're going to be stuck on the same level.
2: Right. I got
1: a balcony. I'm shooting. All right clear over. Yup. Clear over.
2: They shot Malcolm X from the balcony. And
0: yeah, shot so... King. So the reason why I went and bought all the guns I bought was because around the time the pandemic was happening, then an election was happening, you know, it was Team Trump, Team Biden, everybody was tweaking about that shit, and the Black Lives Matter movement was going on, and they was, you know, in my neighborhood, it's predominantly white, Mm -hmm. so they was saying that they breaking in people's houses, and they gonna persuade people to vote red, so, when I heard that shit, that's when I started loading up. Yeah. And they was they actually was breaking in people's houses and shit.
1: But they was they also just, saying, like, if Biden win, like, they was going to, same, uh, the, uh, what they did at the Capitol, they was really going to start, you know, rioting in, like, Chicago, Joliet, you know, like, all these major cities because Trump lost. They was really finna get in their feelings over that. So, and, and facts, if you was bro. black, was, if you was brown and you wasn't with Trump, it's gonna be like a race war
2: type thing. Yeah, that that's what uh, made me pretty uh pretty much nervous because um during this whole pandemic they was giving out all these reasons of why they weren't approving uh FOI cards up in Illinois. Like uh, it took me almost a year to get my FOI card. Yeah, I, I applied in like uh, May, like the beginning of May, first week of May, and I didn't get mine till the end of February. I had to call them like six seven different times. They were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you approve? We uh, we just waiting to put a stamp on it." I called the next week. Hey man, uh, they saying I approved. Did I get the stamp? Yeah, you been had the stamp. Stamp. They just gotta mail it out to you. This went on for another two months, and then when uh, I so finally, there waited a year. Yeah. So then when I finally got it, man, they was like, "Man, you buying guns like every month?" Well, yeah, when I buy like three, four guns. And what's wrong with that? But I'm just saying. I was waiting for so long, I couldn't spread it out. I had to hurry up before all the ammunition was gone. I already had gun a gun before everything went down. But I feel you, man. Uh, they were showing uh, the radicals. Dude from Virginia, man. He had guns all the way from his daddy. So his daddy passed all them guns down, ammunition and stuff. He had over 100 guns sitting in his garage, and it wasn't even showing what was in his basement. And, I mean, he was showing, like, the military guns he had. So, he was like, yeah, if Trump don't win, you know, we're ready for him. So, I always thought in my mind, like, listen, I pray I don't ever have to use this, but I pray for the dude I do have to use this song. Yeah. You know what I mean? And
0: that's how I was, too, because, look, I had a, I had a real life, well, I had a lot of real life scares, but this was, this in particular, when I was legit. So, I was in the house, in the basement, watching, watching the uh, NBA. I'm in the base I'm in my basement watching NBA. So my wife screamed, Juwan, Juwan, come upstairs. Somebody trying to break in the car. She was taking my dog outside to use the bathroom before we went to bed. This was mm. this had to be like eleven, eleven, close to twelve. She was screaming like Juwan, come upstairs. And I grabbed my gun and I run upstairs. She was like somebody just tried to break in your car. They was trying to open the they was trying to open the handle. Right, right, right. So when I got up there, they was running down the street and they was trying to open up the it was a corner house. They was trying to open up their truck. Mm. So I hopped in my car and I started chasing them. <laughs> but they got out. They you know what I'm saying? Nothing happened. They got out the neighborhood, but I was just saying like, "Man, damn.
2: What's yeah. the eyes though, bro?" Yeah. But they was doing that where I live at though. Yeah, they've they been doing that for a minute. But it's it's more severe now because of all the stuff, like I said last time, that's going on in Chicago. A lot of those dudes ended up moving out here, so all that BS fall, follows them, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, um, they ended up having those two killings on the, the Dan Orion. You know what I mean? They shot out on there. Then you got everything that's going on in Chicago where these rappers are putting out songs, and you know what I mean? They talking about who they killing and stuff.
0: We don't want that out here though, man. All, like, like, dude, I don't I don't <laughs> live I don't live that type of lifestyle, bro.
2: Me neither. That's why I got I...
0: guns to protect my my home.
1: And the sad thing is I did live that lifestyle.
2: Yeah.
1: Like I had guns before I got a gun card. But now I actually never got in trouble and got, you know what I'm saying? Now I'm legit. It's a different mindset. Now I got a family to protect. Now it's not no more high boy shit. Yeah. At first it was, but now it's, I got someone who depends on me to come home every day. Dang, man. Like all through high school I did. All through high school.
2: I ain't never had to do. We
1: had football games. I had had the gun in my bag at football games.
2: Man, dude, you out here living a gridiron life gang, ain't you? It was rough. You out here shooting? Like 88 for life, my nigga. <laughs> it ain't, I don't know, man. I've never been in a situation where it's been that serious. Like, call me what you want, man. I just always, hey, excuse me. I'm like Kevin Gates all my life. Excuse me, excuse me. Let me get out your bro, way.
0: I've been the same way, though, to be honest. You might, you might not believe me, but I've been the same way. I'm a gentleman, but when you get
2: on that, I get on that, too. Yeah, bro, you quit. You quick... He a quick draw. I be like, man, what's going on? Nothing, man. What's up with you, Juwan? Hey, man, what you mean by that, nigga? Like, damn, Juwan. Like, nah, man. Get him early, man. He don't never try you. That be Juwan. But I appreciate that, though. You teaching me a whole lot by being aggressive early.
0: Yeah, bro, you got to. Like, it, it's just like, man, I just be minding my business, bro. Like, so me and Justin... You know, we, we just got this new job at Nightcrow. We both working, you know, the same job. These, these months, Like, we work out at Madsen, Dalton, Marcom. Chicago the, Heights. To worst cities possible. Yeah,
2: they Dalton be trying is crazy. Us, they be trying us, man. Harvey crazy. <laughs> no, Chicago Shit. Heights, bro. Chicago <laughs> Heights, crazy.
1: Four Heights, all that. You know what I mean? They drive tough, down bro. the street mugging you like you, feel like you finna rob them. They get mad because you at their gas meter. It's not my fault you ain't pay your bill. I'm not
0: here to turn it off. But. Yeah. I never, I'd never, never be scared, but I'd just be like, man, damn. Like, why do y'all got to be, you know, talking to me like that? I pull up. As soon as they see a nightcore court they be like, man, the fuck you want? I'd be like, hey, man, look. I'm trying to be cool. Like, I came here just to locate your shit. But, like, if you want to be like that, like, bro, if you touch me, it's on, nigga.
2: Yeah, yeah. Always I'm, federally,
0: I'm I'm a federally regulated employee. If you touch me, It's going now.
1: We can defend ourselves. We can whoop your ass and send you to the feds.
2: Oh yeah, I got that type of plug. I need to get in. Yeah, yeah.
0: I need to. Get I can in. beat your motherfucking ass and still have my job.
1: Whoop your ass, call the police.
2: Yeah, well they know. They know where they sending you, man. They know exactly where they sending you. They probably already got like the turnover rate for the areas that you be in. Mm-hmm. They already got a, a statistic of, "Hey, man, look, if we hire more black people, we notice that we get this much done, but we also know that they transfer out within a few years because of all oh, how how high the stress is in that 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 area.
0: It don't even really be stressful. We we chilling. No, but it's you just, know, it's just when you <clears throat> got that one or two or three random motherfuckers just walk up on you and act like they just got a problem with you and you just be like hey man hey bro i'm just here to do my job but you know what i'm saying you get out of hand i'm either finna spray your ass with this paint stick i'm finna beat your motherfucking ass that's how that's how i look at the ass like like bro yeah yeah i feel you man you gotta do what you got i'm tired i'm 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 too old bro i'm tired of getting
2: on that bro that's what i'm saying I, i ain't never had to do all that the the few times that I did have to go ahead and, and act that way or get like that, man, it ended right then and there. And most of the time, <clears throat> majority of the people that I've ever had to really get into it with it like that and really be on that and do that, eventually they were just like, man, you know, what I, mean? I, I was going through something. Man. I was, nah, man, fuck you, you know what I <laughs> mean. And then I I'll be like, man, for forever in life, man, I don't deal with you. And then they be like, man. How you get into it with this dude? Like, nah, man. Yeah, you know, I I was just tripping, man. I didn't know he was gonna get at me like that. But then they be like, man, I don't know.
0: So do you think, like, when people when people see that you don't give a fuck, just like they don't, they back off you,
2: right? Yeah, but why does it have to go that that far? That's
0: exa- that's exactly what I be saying. I be like. I'm just doing my job. You see, I got my. You, I'm in my work truck, and y'all talking crazy to me. Then as soon as I buck back, they be like, "Oh, this nigga don't give a fuck."
2: You know, okay. When it come to black people, it's only been a few black people that I had to really get like that. But when it come to white people, I notice I have to do that even more.
0: Yeah, but in Dalton, you got to do this shit all the time.
2: Yeah, I get that. Dalton I,
0: Harvey, all where we work at, you got to do this shit often. When I be in the white neighborhoods, I never have to do that shit. They be like, hey, hey, Buck, hey, buddy, you need me to unlock my gate for you? I'll let you in. Nah, man, white
2: people. Okay, good. I'm telling you, when they see
0: Nightcore gas truck sitting outside their crib, them motherfuckers don't say nothing to me.
2: All right, let me ask you this question Do you feel like you get along with uh, white people more than you do black people?
0: With this job, yes. Not not even
2: just, just a job, just period. No, not period. Like in my life, in the job, outside the job, I feel like I no, get no. into a Look, Listen, not period. So the only
0: the only reason why I feel like I get respect is when I wear my my work uniform. Outside of that, I get treated just like any other nigga, bro. Because I dress like any other nigga, I look like any other nigga. Yeah,
2: I I get that, bro.
0: And I and I defend my people. Yeah, but I just want
2: my people to stop treating me like I ain't shit. I feel like a lot of people treat you like that is because when they going through a hard time, they be too embarrassed just to go ahead and fess up to what it is. Or they, they make these decisions thinking that you can go ahead and, and scare a black person or scare a white person. You know what I mean? I feel like they put themselves in that position and then they get embarrassed about it and want to buck at you. You know Bruh, you know you needed to go ahead and pay your nightcore bill. But you got rims.
0: That don't be having to do
2: nothing with me, like... But that's what I'm saying. How you miss your payment? You know what I mean? I don't...
0: Like, when I pull up, all they see is the truck. That's it.
2: But they don't know why, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Their their assumption of you, like, oh, you, you finna cut my
0: gas off. But the thing about it is when a white person see me, they don't even say nothing. They just, they be, you need to get in... You need to, what do you need? i be like because
2: they know they're in the right. Like, hey, Show. I paid my bill. What do you they need, you talk,
0: buddy? They, that's how they talk to me,
2: bro. I'm it about to be, put a pool in here, man. It, I need you sick, out here.
0: It'd be sick how I got to deal with it like that. Yeah, but when like but when my uniform off, I get treated just like I'm a
1: regular black person. Yeah, I didn't came across a couple white folks though, bro. Yeah, get, get the fuck out of my yard. Excuse you. This is my meter. I got to do. I can do what I got to do. You're on my property, yeah, and this is my gas. It's been a couple of incidents. I didn't see I didn't see that could turn people shit off. Dig it up and kill it right there at the main. So, if I don't get, if I can't get to it and do what I got to do, that means you won't use it. Mm.
2: So, bro, man, we've been going pretty hard with this podcast, man. How you been feeling about it?
0: I'm feeling pretty good about it, man. Yeah. I feel like this is one of our more serious talks.
2: Yeah, I feel like this is the one of the more where you are more engaged in a serious conversation. Yeah, most of the time you kind of just be silent, listening or joking. Yeah, but what do you think we're gonna end up taking? Some
0: some stuff hit home sometimes though. Like you like, you can't you can't help but to respond to it. Yeah, I feel like this. I, I feel like this podcast is great because it gives us. A platform to unwind from our everyday life. Like we always doing something, we always working, we always taking care of the home. You know what I'm saying? Doing what men do, and this give us our chance to unwind and just you know kick back and li- It's kind of like therapy. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Because you got a a, a couple other like minded people that's listening to you.
2: So what do you feel like we should be pushing out?
0: I think we should be doing the same thing we've been doing. Like, we we got our serious episodes. We got our episodes where we be talking shit and, and being funny all the time. I just feel like we just got to keep
2: going with the flow. I feel you, man. Now, a lot of the times, man, when we be going doing these podcasts, right, a lot of people, I'll be like, yo, man, I got a podcast or whatever. And some of them don't even know how serious i am until they listen to it and then they sit back and they think they be like yo i really like that man i'm like yeah man hey man i feel like i should be on there and it's just weird that all these different people that i've encountered in life feel like they should be a part of this or want to jump on and commentate and they got something that they they got to say you know what i mean
0: them be the same people that you already invited though
2: it ain't just them There's a uh, guy that I want to bring on here. I'll talk to you offline. But uh, he's doing very well. And before I got all this, I was looking for a song. I asked him, like, yo, can I get a, I need a uh, instrumental or I need something like this, this. And he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Then I bumped into him today going to Guitar Center. You know what I mean? Damn. And he was like, yo, so what happened? I'm like, oh, he's like, man, I want to be a part of that, man, just because it's you. He ain't listening to nothing. He just want to be a part of it, just because you know what I'm saying. Then there's other people who will be like, "I don't know, man." You know what I mean? They feel like I will devalue them because they feel like they way up here.
0: Why? Why do they think you would devalue them? Like if they was actually chiming in and listening to your podcast? That's the issue a lot of us
1: have with each other, bro. We in competition with each other, trying to see each other, trying to see each other evolve. We don't. A lot of people don't like seeing that.
2: Yeah, I feel like it's that, but it's also that a lot of people are scared to be themselves. Like, man, I've always been myself. I ain't never tried to be no tough Tony. I ain't never tried to be nothing other than who I was. So if I was to go in the grave today, I guarantee you, y'all would crack a couple jokes and then the whole thing would laugh like, yo, that's how but he was.
0: That's the thing. Like, how would they think that you would devalue them and you would crack a joke on yourself before you would crack a joke on anybody else? You giving people a chance to tell their side of their story every time we sit up here every Sunday
2: on this podcast. Yeah. I feel like, again, it's hard to go ahead and put something out there and then have somebody else hear you and then go ahead and be judgmental of you. Like, yo, man, Juwan, I heard how you feel being light-skinned, B. You know what I mean? And then somebody be like, Somebody might think it's a joke, but then somebody be like, "No, I agree with that, man. I'm like skinned my damn self, and I gotta do all this just to go ahead and get people up off me."
0: Yeah it, it it could be a it could be a joke, but at the same time, somebody could feed off of that, and then they can they can try to judge me off of. it, But I, I don't give a fuck.
2: But you they know, could try me if they want to too. Shit. But I I don't think people are trying you. I just feel like.
0: I don't care about being joked upon. I don't care about that, bro. I'm I feel like people disconnected. This, I'm here on this podcast for one reason, bro—to reach out to people who going through the same stuff we going through.
2: Yeah, we going through a lot.
0: I'm here for like-minded people, like-minded individuals that go to work every day that do the same exact thing as us. We all got this. We got one thing in common, bro. We all feel pressure.
2: Yeah, when I was uh, talking to Larry last week, I was trying to tell him, like, look, by the time we hit 30, after doing all this code switching, a lot of us have an identity identity crisis, you know what I mean? We We, we don't know who we are no more. No. Nah. And I feel like with me, man, always not knowing... When to go ahead and read the room? Like, should I leave the room with a like, or should I read the room with a, a right? Room? With a with a oh, let, yeah. let
0: mugs know who I am. Yeah,
2: reading reading the room and being like, yo, I should be respected at this moment. But now I feel like, look, if you're not my family or anything like that, I don't need you to like me. I just need you to respect me.
0: Yeah, but we've been we've been persuaded to be a certain type of way. We always been persuaded to be the the people that they like. You know what I'm saying? Because we've always been the people that they don't like. So this is our time to be the people that they do like. It's
2: true. So
0: when you leave a room, you always want to be liked.
2: I'd rather be respected in certain rooms. Well,
0: now, but what we was taught is different than now. Because we on our own. We ain't living up on our parents' roof no more.
2: Yeah. I feel like we still always got to. We demand respect now. You d- do you believe we're gonna get it? No. Why? Never
1: would.
2: Why would we never give respect?
1: Just as in as in what though? We not J- all on one
0: accord as a as a people.
2: No. You no, know, we never been on one accord. I mean, if we were to all sit here and agree upon something to eat, everybody would have a problem with it. Like if I was to sit here and say, "All right, man, I'm gonna order a pizza. Yeah. What do y'all want?" Everybody would have their own preference. And then I'd be like, all right, well, I go ahead and get it. And then they still have a problem, like, wait a minute, man. My pepperoni came on the shorter pizza and your your sausage came on a bigger slice. You know what I mean? It would always feel like we weren't get what we we all felt like we would. And I feel like that they use that so much that we never could get one thing done.
0: You know what I mean? That's so minuscule too. Uh uh food. That's that's very minuscule. You got a whole race of people who come to this country and capitalize off of the rules of this country.
2: Yeah, they they know how to work the system. Like, uh, I made a joke on Facebook where I said I am no longer identify as being black. I'm identifying as Chinese, as Asian. I saw that. Yeah, and a lot of people were sitting there like, man, if you don't shut up. But then I was like, okay, what I'm doing is I'm really trying to go ahead and see what y'all say about it. And then when people start commenting, I'm like, look, man, being black ain't never been working. So if I go ahead and identify as Asian, all I'm trying to do is make it up out about a one situation to another. I'm trying to go ahead and have a bill protected by me. And a lot of people understood it, but then they didn't agree with it. So I'm like, well, black is everything anyway. So no matter what we do, we should be able to go anywhere and identify as anybody because that's all they do with us. Like Asian people couldn't dance. Now they turn around and they dance like us. They sing like us. They walk like us. They talk like us. But then all of a sudden when everything goes down, they're not, they don't want nothing to do with us. Why is that? Why do we allow people to come into our culture? They don't stole it. Yeah, why do we allow people to steal from us so much? They don't stole it. But
0: can a black person be racist? Because I see it I see it often. Yes. But from your perspective, can a black person be? Racist,
2: all right. From my understanding, man, what is a racist? If I was to go off all the different uh terms that they would have, uh, Minister Farrakhan c- considers himself as a racist because if you learn the, the root word of is like a pianist, you know, you have mastered that. So he considers himself a racist because he mastered being black and he loves all black people. But if I look at it from a Dick Gregory pr- uh, perspective. Black people can't be racist because I I can't control how you eat, feed, or anything like that. So if I'm looking at it from a Dick Gregory standpoint, no, black people can't be racist because we can't control where you eat, where you work, and where you live. For years, you controlled where we ate, lived, and whatever we we made. You know what I mean? Our income. You're the manager. You're the owner. You're everything else. So... Like if you look at some of these uh redlining and stuff like that, that was during segregation, a little bit after segregation. You know what I mean? Being put in these houses and these neighborhoods and stuff like that. So when I look at it now, I don't feel like black people can be racist. I feel like we could be prejudiced. I feel like we prejudge other races. I feel like we prejudge other people. I feel I just I feel like being black is the hardest
0: thing to be ever. Yes. Like being black, like nigga, you're taking a risk every fucking day of your life.
2: Yes, yes. Going out in the neighborhood, going out, listening to other people, and listening to you know what's what's going on in the world, and then trying to go ahead and walk into the world and just be you. What? Listen, man. I'm trying to get me a woman, so I'm gonna go ahead and wear what the rest of the people wear. Yeah.
0: If if so, I'm black. If I could be anybody else in the world, I'd be Tim Tebow. This nigga done got more chances than yes. I don't even fucking know.
2: Yes.
1: How many black athletes never <laughs> got a chance after they first? Colin Kaepernick. Des Bryant. Man. Tim, he been out of football for how many years?
2: Michael Vick. Colin Michael Kaepernick. Vick. Michael Vick ended up killing dogs. Dogs. They kill black people all the time, and they would go ahead and hate Michael Vick worse <laughs> than they would somebody else. There was a uh uh what is he an offensive lineman that ended up beating his black girlfriend
0: yeah, yeah mashed yeah. her face yeah, in
2: and everything yeah. beat her beat the dog mess out of her tried tried to kill her then went back to the kitchen and started eating a bowl of cereal and when she came to he said you ain't dead yet yeah and she <laughs> ran up yes and she ran up in the bathroom called the police let them know nobody said nothing nobody took him off the team nothing. They say he just got mental issues, bro.
1: But that's what they always use when other racists do something drastic. It's a mental issue.
2: Right. Well, what happened with Buddy? What was it? Ray Rice when he ended up smacking his girl on the elevator or yeah, something like you that? never
1: heard his name ever again in the NFL. Never. Never. But didn't if I'm mistaken, didn't uh, Ben Roethlisberger write two girls?
0: Yeah. But that's fine and dandy, though.
1: But didn't he signed a $100 million contract like a year or two later? It's fine. It's that's okay? okay. Yeah. Okay. It's cool.
2: Awesome. yeah man that's what I'm saying it'd be an identity crisis I'm not saying we as black men should be allowed to go ahead and, and beat on a woman or anything like that I'm just saying like we just we never
0: get. no we just don't deserve a second chance at life that's what I'm saying like we don't even deserve a first chance at life it's like oh well, he's black he, he, shit kill him
2: when you him. when you get to a certain level in life everybody is watching you and any little thing will hey man hey I saw you. I saw you. Like, get rid of him. Any, hey, what you mean? Hey, you said something about white people. Like, look look at LeBron James. LeBron, hey, man, I believe this, this, this. Man, shut up and dribble. Yeah,
0: he using his platform. It's shut up and dribble.
2: Colin Kaepernick, man, I support you. Shut up and dribble.
1: They hate Colin Kaepernick, though. They hate black people in general. Everything just, Colin Kaepernick everything took a knee Colin for, it, and it's been going on publicly for years still he haven't still haven't gotten a chance to play football, I haven't gotten a chance to really do much of nothing. Nothing.
2: I feel I feel bad for him, man. I feel bad that it, people even exploit his his pain to make a profit off
0: it. Let me ask y'all a question. How many times have you filled out an application and you looked at that one section where it said identify yourself? How many times do you think about not even identifying
2: yourself as African American? I put other I do. I think I was thinking about the other time. I'm like, man, why I ain't never put Asian? Are are you gonna tell me I'm not Asian? You racist?
0: You still holding on to this Asian thing? I'm
2: thinking. Think about it though, bro. If if you look at the world, black people went to Asia, and there are Asians who look black. I I shouldn't even I shouldn't even put black man. I should put I'm Nigerian. I should put whatever else I want to. I should be able to put I'm Spanish.
0: Yeah, Spanish people definitely look black. And Are you going to tell me that's I'm not? history, though.
2: If I'm going off of history and not where I, just, where I was born, I should be whatever. You get to go ahead and put, uh, all right, man, I want to do that Ancestry.com and give up a bit of my blood to find out what I am. You everything.
1: Everything.
2: So why would you go ahead and restrict yourself to some of these laws that these people put in place? Cause they would say, what, "What? How much blood is it? Like a, a little tint of blood, a black blood? You considered a, you considered black, and all of them ain't even ninety nine percent white."
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I
0: think he he part Mexican.
2: You part Mexican?
0: Look like it.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, you do. That honestly, my great-granddad had blind hair and blue eyes. Mm. My great-grandmother was Indian. She, her skin was like the color of a brown paper bag. But we did we did an ancestry thing. Um, it was Portuguese, some uh, I, England, Irish, some everything. So I I just put other. I'm going to continue to put other.
2: And what do you what do you say when they uh, look at you in the interview? Like what do you say when they ask you?
1: They don't never ask me.
2: They don't never ask you.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't end up getting a job anyway. Cause they actually see like Nah, he's black.
2: Yeah. Like, you ever throw an accent in there Throw them off a little bit
1: Mm-mm. Nah I should next time But I'm at where I want to be in life now So I don't need to, I need to worry about it I
0: be How, throwing how do you feel about being black though bro Like I know you proud I, I'm proud of being black But sometimes it just be like If I wasn't black this wouldn't happen to me yeah. That's how I feel
2: I feel like being black is a death sentence And you proud to have a death sentence You know what I mean You could be mixed and this is another thing. It was a lot of uh, women who were dating black men who ended up having mixed kids and didn't realize what it was to have a black kid or be a black man or a black person in the world until their kid went out and got pulled over. Oh, no, no, no. You ain't you ain't one of us, man. You them. You know what I mean? Just because just you look different.
1: It was like a, my neighbor, my neighbor, she would look, little girl, she only six. She looked at me. She like, oh my god, you're so brown. Why are you so brown? What'd you say? I. That's like honestly, that's like a priceless moment. I'm. What could I say? She like rubbing my arm, seeing if it come off. Really? This is this is permanent.
0: This is a trophy to yeah. be this way.
1: This is gold. What you talking about? Like this, I don't burn. I don't. This is. I'm used to this heat. I'm. I don't burn. This is perfect for me.
2: Yeah, I don't burn either, but I ain't used to the heat. You get too hot, bro.
0: Shit. Tropical. My paper. arms like a, my arms like the motherfucking um, some storage panels. Like it stores it stores the heat for later.
2: Melon, yeah, melon yeah. does that. That's uh, that's why a lot of people feel like the price of melon is so high because uh, what is it? The vitamin C, vitamin D from the sun that you get. All just you get, vitamin D you get into your skin, it stores it for the winter months. So a lot of people don't know the reason why we say, hey, man, this is my summer color is because we get all that nutrients from the sun, and when the winter comes and we don't have it, all that distributes it throughout our body. So we still get that vitamin D, and a lot of people are lacking that. Just a little educational (laughs) moment. I have to
1: do research on that.
2: No, it's, it's true, man. Uh, this one guy was talking about it. He was talking about uh, why everybody is the color they are by where you were in the, on the earth. So when he was sitting there trying to say, well, Jesus was black. Oh, no, he was white. No, listen, if he was at that time, if you didn't have melanin, you were on that part of the earth, you would have either had skin cancer or you would have just died off, Right. So when you have that, this is what it is. Da, 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 da. So that's how I ended up learning it. But uh, what else has been going on with you, ma'am?
1: Justin, um, bought a house. That buy- was like the, uh, one of the biggest accomplishments. Why but you said that? Um, growing up, honestly, we moved probably twice a year a lot like house to house to house relative to relative to relative never really had a stable home growing up until i moved with my grandmother Mm -hmm. so so now i'm I'm, you know good credit bought a house you know it's like like i said that's the biggest accomplishment getting married um how you feel about being married it's actually, honestly, it's probably one of, the, one of the best decisions I ever made, though, honestly. Oh,
0: you ain't got no sound for that shit? Yeah, I got one. I, got a, yeah. I didn't mess with it. Burm, burm,
2: burm, burm. Ain't got No, that's good. laughing. There we go. That's it. That's a round of applause. Okay. Give, give him the round of applause. Mm. Why do you feel like that's the best accomplishment you ever had?
1: Um, sense of stability. Um, companionship. Uh um, actually she actually keep me level she won't you know my temper don't go off the roof like it used to mm. she keeps she know how to keep me know how to keep me level
2: all right man i ain't want to talk about this today it was so much i wanted to go ahead and talk about when this person came on but i'm gonna ask you this right there was a comment that one of my brothers made on on facebook he said it's easier for a woman to get off when she's into you Right. the more you go ahead and stimulate a woman's mind, the more it's easy for her to climax whenever y'all are having relations. Do you agree with that? Yes. Yeah. I'm agree with it. Okay. So from that comment, I went in there and I said, alright, I agree with this 100%. And he said, hey man, how can you go ahead and say that when you've been with the same woman forever? And I said, well, you what you think it'd be? Well,
0: maybe you've been pleasing her forever.
2: Yeah, I was, but I had to go ahead and break it down. to so him. I'm like, look, man, it's harder for a man to be in a long-term relationship with a woman and make sure she's stimulated mentally than it is to be with a woman you just met. Because when you meet somebody, the excitement is there.
0: Yeah, you you right about that, though. Yeah, and I it's don't way think it, it's way harder for a long term relationship than a than if you was just dating and talking to a woman. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, I don't feel like a lot of people go ahead and understand that that perspective due to the fact that
0: you, you ne- got a lot of things involved. You got finances. You got uh, hormones. What we gonna eat tonight? Body that, changing. That's the worst thing. What we gonna eat tonight? That that would be mm. the worst argument ever.
2: Man, that ain't the worst argument. Is why you ain't bring me none of the stuff you got. Ooh,
0: shit! When they see that receipt, like, damn, you went to you went to this restaurant. You be like, yeah, no, that was a Jeron. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> they spelled
2: my name wrong. It was supposed to say Jeron. Yeah, I will give him uh, Mr. Charles. <laughs> What's your name, Mr. Charles? <laughs> ain't this the last four, yo? You got to have a secret credit card or something like that when you buy food that the wife don't need to know about. Speaking of food, she bought Portillo's.
0: Oh, Shooky, Shooky, nah. Yes. Somebody trying to go to Pong Town tonight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I've been going a lot lately, man. Trying to go ahead and make that baby.
0: Oh, you trying to get a girl?
2: Yeah, man. I got to get a girl, man because I realize that my two boys ain't going to care about me later in life. <laughs> facts. Hey, man, I don't care what nobody say, man. It's easy to raise a boy, and it's difficult. But if you want somebody to look after you, man, you better get you a girl. Facts. Women. Yeah, hey, facts. being married, a, a wife that's really into you, always make sure you take care of. A boy ain't going to make sure. No, hey, dad, you good? Uh, I need you to go ahead and run me to the to the, to the hospital. Oh, all right, Dad. I'm gonna call you an Uber. You know what that is? <laughs> <laughs> you know. So yeah, I'm not. I want a girl, man. We gonna we gonna try to make this happen for a girl. Hey, I pray for you, my boy. Yeah, because I'm I'm nervous, man. I was looking at Justin when he came in here. He had his little cute little daughter come in, and what did my my little son do? He came up to her, high five.
0: She got Justin wrapped around her fingers.
1: Man. Yeah, I ain't no lie. She do. She do. Every time she make a little noise, I'm fin- I'm picking her up. Yeah. Every time if that feels my son, I'd be like, Yeah, move, move, go sit down somewhere. The little girl, Nah. Come here, baby. Come here, baby. Yeah, man. Hey, I don't need you to be crying. Come here. My wife. She. Oh, my baby. mama's baby. Yeah, exactly. And that's why. The- that's why your boy's gonna take care of her fast and he take care of you.
2: No, nah, I, okay, I feel like it's hard, man, when you raising a boy, you got to make sure that they not know, they not soft, just like in J. Cole's song, let go my hand.
1: What's your definition of a soft boy?
2: A soft boy is one that don't know what he, he don't have no drive, you know what I mean, he don't know the basic things that a man should know, a, a man should know how to change the tire, change the oil. Those are basics. I that's, ain't saying you. That's can, old. That's a stereotype. That's, that's, that's old. Not though, stereotype. Like, that's not stereotype. So,
0: so you like you talking about when your son turned like what 16, 15?
2: No, I want him to know the stuff. This stuff now going into it because if you look at any other race, they know how to. Yeah, but hunt, how would you know kill. your son
0: was soft right now? Like you got your son like eight and two.
2: How would he you not, know they soft? How would you know? I don't think, I don't know he's soft, but I'm trying to raise him where he's not going to be that.
1: So, question, so, if your son was crying, would you think, he is, would you think he's soft because he's crying a lot? Because he's displaying emotions?
2: Yeah. And that was wrong of me. All I'm right. not going to lie. I had to go ahead and gear that up because of my wife.
1: I'm saying, because I had to go to therapy for
2: that. Yeah. You went to therapy too? Yeah. See, a lot of black men be going to therapy, man. Yeah. We talk about that on this. I have
1: to go to therapy, man. Why? Um... Because when you, growing up, boys don't cry. Mm-hmm. Boys ain't supposed to cry. We mm-hmm. hear that a lot. And when you don't show, when you don't display emotion.
0: We got to put, we got to, look. <laughs> this, we got to do another episode. We got to, we got to cut this one off right now and do another episode. Because this going to be good. Yeah.
2: Yes. All right. So, man. <laughs> this going to be good, bro. All right, man. So, we going to call this part one of, uh.
0: A three or four let's yeah. go all right
2: we're gonna we're gonna going we gonna consider this part one man so I appreciate my boys uh being with me today uh tune in next week man so you can hear part two about uh why men shouldn't cry so and uh till next time man kick it off with us next week man uh Justin Juan and I'm Jerome, man holidays